Okay, everybody. Well, welcome to our first episode of what we are calling the Review Crew Podcast with Benny and Annette. What's going on, folks? So a little bit about ourselves. We are a married couple, right? No kids. So that kind of, I think it has a lot to do with influencing our reviews and stuff like that. But uh, we are from a kind of remote part of the country where most of you all, if you're not listening uh, locally, probably have never heard of. I think that also has a lot to do with us and our upbringing and and our view of things. And we're just going to be reviewing different things that we see. Movies. And uh, TV shows. Yeah, TV shows. Music. Music. Stuff that we pretty much see um, out, you know, uh, any kind of pop culture uh, stuff like that. So this is a good... Uh, and, you know, if you guys got anything, um, you know, we'll probably provide some way for you to contact us so we can kind of listen to what you all have to say right now. And who knows? Maybe nobody will listen to this at all, but we're doing this for fun, and, and we'll see what we find here. The reason why we thought about doing this is because we are both very uh, avid movie watchers and very opinionated and... Uh, Benny has a degree in liberal arts in uh, English and I feel like that really helps give some insight to a lot of movies and shows that we watch Um, it's very helpful and I just watch a lot of movies so that's my experience and I think you'll find that we are actually very different in in a lot of ways in the way that we see things so that's kind of interesting too there might be a fight on this podcast at some point at least Nothing we can uh, work out, though, with <laughs> hopefully, intense therapy. <laughs> hopefully not. Hopefully not. Anything too serious. But anyways, um, so we actually wanted to kick off our very first episode ever with uh, by reviewing the first, uh, our, our first movie that we want to review is actually The Batman, um, which, uh, which is the new uh, movie directed by Matt Reeves. Um, we saw this movie, I believe, what, last week? Yes, right. we did. Last week, we're right now. We're actually Mar- we're in March twenty second, and uh, so we saw it not necessarily opening week. So there was a little bit of time for kind of buzz to happen and for people to be like, "Oh, the movie's really good," or "The movie's really boring." And I don't know about you, but I heard a little bit of both. So we'll be coming at this from two angles. Uh, Benny's will be that he's the biggest Batman like fan I know. And my angle will be I'm the biggest uh, Robert Pattinson fan that I know. <laughs> lame. Nah, nah, just joking. <laughs> so I know that that is very lame, but you know what? I was one of those girls that had to go to every premiere of Twilight. Uh, very huge fan. We'll talk about Twilight in another segment. <laughs> no, we won't. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> Maybe this can help Benny watch Twilight for once. <laughs> I saw the first Twilight, okay? But we're not reviewing Twilight because I have a lot to say about that. But um, So do I. It's a I love-hate will... re- relationship with Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> I will say right off the bat, right, since we're already kind of going into it, I don't think that Robert Pattinson was as well, I was going to say it was as bad as people thought. He wasn't bad at all. He did very well. I'm not going to lie. Um, I would love to be able to sit here and kind of rip on him, uh, as I'm sure a lot of people would. And a lot of people probably are just because, oh, he's the guy from Twilight, Sparkly Vampire. You see, that's what he gets a lot of rip for. But he's done a lot of like projects. He's done a lot of very talented... Like I saw from the get-go that when they casted him, I was like, oh, he definitely has that kind of batman aura 
and I'm talking about so he played Salvador Dali and he did very good in that and there's another um, film that he I need to look at what up. does that have to do with Batman <laughs> I'm saying he's a good actor aside you said, from you Twilight. Said, and remember, this is on recording. People can rewind this. All right. You said that he had Batman vibes. You yes. Up, how does Salvador Dali have anything to do with Batman vibes? Well, he's very broody <laughs> and weird. Okay. Batman's right. a little weird. Not, a, not that he's not cool, too, but grown man in a bat costume. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> All right. I guess that's one. I'm not ripping off Batman, by the way. I love them. I love Batman. That <laughs> kind of sounds like you were. Anyways, <laughs> I'm just joking <laughs> with y'all. But um, I know it's kind of like a, 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 a jump right into it, right? Oh, Robert Pattinson didn't suck it in. Um, <laughs> uh, what can I say about the movie? Now, first and foremost, I really did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. It was three hours long. Um, and I didn't feel... It didn't feel boring to me. Now, Annette did fall asleep during it. Okay. <laughs> you guys know it's a three-hour movie. <laughs> and I just so happened to have zero sleep the night before I went to work. And then I went to the movies. It was a very long day for me. And it had nothing to do with the movie. Uh, I was just very tired. <laughs> uh -huh. I'm sure some of y'all can relate. Uh-huh. And it's really hard to sleep during that movie. I woke up several times to the sound of gunshots and uh, a lot of screaming and yelling. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, no. I mean, it was it was a long movie, and it is it is a lot to to sit through a long movie. I mean, that's 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 the bottom line. But um, I was pretty sleepy myself. But I like Annette mentioned. I'm a big Batman fan. I've always been a big Batman fan. Um, but I, I, you know, I learned my lesson with Ben Affleck uh, to give to give um, actors a chance, you know, and you would be ple you could be pleasantly surprised, and that's definitely what happened with this movie. I think that if you're one of those guys, right, who's like, oh, he was the sparkly vampire, blah blah blah, whatever. I think that um, you really got to give him a chance. He does a great job in this movie. And something that I will say that. I think Annette disagreed with me a little bit is I think that he makes a really good Batman not necessarily a great Bruce Wayne um, now that doesn't necessarily mean he's a bad actor or his rendition of Batman was bad or, or anything like that because I think we've seen that all Batman actors have kind of had their flaws like uh, if you look at Christian Bale like Christian Bale to me was a really great Bruce Wayne um, and a decent Batman uh, to me, I think Ben Affleck is, is a great rendition of both, but in in everybody's defense, I don't think we get to see too much of Bruce Wayne um, in in uh, Ben Affleck's rendition of that. Although I wish we could. I think what hurt Ben Affleck's rendition was his film, his script wasn't the best of all the Batmans. I think yeah. the the one that had the overall. Uh, in my opinion, best uh, script-wise, storytelling-wise, was uh, the Dark Knight series. It was different take, and at the time, it was very, uh, it was pretty cool <laughs> when it first came out. It was like something different. We weren't used to seeing a superhero movie like done that way. Yeah, 
and I think like what's important when you think about the Batman, and I keep trying to bring that because I can easily go off into all the series because I I love every rendition of Batman. Maybe not so much like George Clooney's rendition, but even then I don't know. It kind of had its charm and its own kind of thing, but. Um, is that they kind of exist in their own universe, right? You can't really compare the universe that Robert Pattinson's Batman lives in to The Dark Knight or vice versa or to Michael Keaton's Batman or mm-hmm. Val Kilmer's Batman. Uh, they're, they're all kind of different in what they focus on. I do, I do think that one thing you really got to keep in mind with, um, with this rendition of Batman or, or rather with the movie The Batman is it's really got a great cast. Right. It's got a great standout cast. I mean, the 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 people working on this, it's it's absolutely I awesome. I would love to point out now that you're talking about the cast. Uh-huh. Colin Farrell. Yeah. Colin I didn't Farrell. even recognize him. Yeah. Like I only knew he was in the film and you know, this just shows how like little I was paying attention to the casting and everything. Um I only found out he was in the film when he did the hot ones. Uh, interview okay and he was saying oh you know at the end they say what they're up to and everything and he's like yeah catch me as uh, the penguin and I'm like what (laughs) and then I saw him in the movie and I was looking for you know I'm like wait that's the penguin that's that's Colin Farrell (laughs) he's he's just a great actor and that really he really shined in that in that movie in that role definitely and I think like you know notable mentions uh Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle, right, Catwoman. Ooh, I think that it was a great, and the chemistry between her and Robert Pattinson yes. is really hot. If I gotta, <laughs> if I gotta describe it anyway, it's really hot. It was a, a lot of a, should I leave the room? Moments? Yeah, it had those <laughs> moments where you're kind of like, um, and you know, it was. Why am I still it was here? Uh, <laughs> to put it in a girl's perspective, very intimate. Uh, yeah. Yeah. To even when they were just pers- looking at each other. <laughs> to put it in a guy's perspective, it was sexy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, it yeah. was. It was like uh, you know, uh, the looks and stuff. It looked like they were gonna rip each other's clothes off, like at any given moment. Oh, and the way that they would hold each other down. Yeah. That was intense. <laughs> yeah. Very intense. Very intense. I think that that really sells that that believable quality. You know. It feels, and you know what, I will say that it's kind of the relationship, obviously not the sexual kind, but that relationship that like, it seems like these bonds are legitimately real between, mm-hmm. you know, Batman and and uh, and Commissioner Gordon. Oh, well, he's not Commissioner Gordon yet, but uh, James Gordon, right, played by Jeffrey Wright, who you might remember as uh, the Watcher, right? Oh yeah, he's yeah, the watcher. The watcher the from the Marvel series What If. Um or also we watch this other uh show Westworld yes. where he also plays a, a character there. Um and you kind of He's also feel, in the Hunger Games. Oh, is he like that yeah, one he's I didn't coming know. from all, Yeah, he's yeah. he's um what is his name? Bolts and I have to look that up. I have to look up his cinema. Yeah, but he's a great actor. For forgetting that. Like, he's a great actor, like, in general. He's just a really good actor. Mm-hmm. He's got a really cool voice. Mm-hmm. And I think it really kind of adds to that kind of noir kind of uh, feel that this that this is going for um, in here. Uh, and, and, you know, in the movie, Robert Pattinson's Batman is is a younger Batman, 
not an established one like when we look at Ben Affleck's Batman, for instance. Right. There was, was like a lot of times rendition. he like stumble and fall. Yeah. There was that um, well, that moment with the alerts. parachute. Okay, by the way, oh. spoiler alerts. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. spoiler alerts. But I, I will say... There's a moment with the parachute yeah. where he's jumping off of a building. It's almost comical to a certain it's, extent. Yeah, but yeah. it's also one of those things that you felt, okay, now this is believable. This is relatable. Yeah. It also gave me... Um, I, I feel like I'm making a comparison here that maybe people are going to be upset that I'm making, but I'm just going to say it. It came to my mind. It gave me... Um, Tony Stark vibes, you know. Tony, oh. every time he made a mistake, <laughs> there's oh. even this ongoing thing on like YouTube Shorts, where and Tony always learns from his mistakes. Um, where every time something goes wrong, the next time that he does it, he, like he's already solved that problem, and that's the kind of vibe I was getting when he did the parachute mishap. Okay. Like, okay, next time we see him with a parachute. You know that Bruce Wayne, I mean Batman, is not gonna mess that up again. Oh, okay, all right. I I don't I don't I'm not that big on the Marvel universe uh, as you guys will probably discover as we continue. So maybe that's why I'm not able to draw that kind of comparison. Uh, I'm not to say that I don't like the Marvel universe, right? Um, but more in general, a, I'm just more of a DC guy in yeah. general. I mean, just but but. I don't want to like get too off topic there. Back back to talking about the cast. Um, also, Paul Dano, right, who plays the Riddler. <laughs> and, you know, Annette was like, uh, I think they chose this guy because he's not very well known. I don't know like, him. I'm sorry. Paul Dano is a great <laughs> actor, you know. Um, I think for me personally, right, where I most know him from, you guys probably know him from other places, but where I most know him from is There Will Be Blood. He plays... Um, That's why I don't know he him. He plays the pastor from from There Will Be Blood. I think his name is Eli, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, what he also plays is the brother, Paul, as well in that one. Um, I think he did a great job. It's just a very original take on the Riddler. Um, it was a very smart Riddler, too. Yeah. It, Those puzzles. It's, it's, like, not what you would expect. Um, if you're expecting to see, like, Jim Carrey's Riddler or something, you're going to be disappointed because that's not what it is. But it is a great rendition of of um it's a great rendition of the riddler and i think that paul dano really brings that to life um and i hope that we do end up seeing him again somehow i I think that to create like um some kind of universe in which this batman exists where maybe paul dano's character kind of comes back again maybe he escapes from arkham or something like that once again spoiler alerts everybody um I think would be really cool. You know where else you saw Paul Dano? Where? You probably don't remember it because the movie was not very memorable, but from Swiss Army Man. The one okay. with Daniel Radcliffe. I know. I remember that movie, but remember, yeah, like, where I, he's you're right. Farting and they like. Yes. <laughs> okay, it, we'll we'll have to do a review on that movie because it was weird, but man. It it's I don't know. It stuck with you. You know, you left the theater and you're just like. <laughs> What the heck did I just watch? It was kind of quirky, right? It was <laughs> but a we still quirky. reference that movie to this day. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was it was kind of weird, but yeah, he came out there. Um, another movie that maybe you don't know. This was like back when like the teenage sex comedy was like a big like genre, like with all those like American Pies and all that. Mm-hmm. And you had just loads of those movies kind of coming out. 
like almost like it was a factory you know right um, yeah. one of those movies was the girl next door I don't know if you remember oh. that it's about uh, like a guy that uh, his his neighbor is like a porn star or something like that and he starts like dating her I and he's like the envy of all his friends um, and Paul Dano is really young in this movie or at least he looks very young because you know nowadays a 30 year old can play a teenager but um, or you know um, nowadays and he, he plays like since a, the he beginning plays of like, time <laughs> <laughs> he plays like a, like the friend in, in that movie um, he was a 30 year old 15 year old <laughs> yeah and so that, that was the first time I had seen Paul Dano um, was in that movie the stupid movie you know what I mean um, well it's good to see he's breaking out into different roles and he's actually knocking he knocked this one out of the park he yeah was for really sure good, for really sure good. The next time I saw him was during There Will Be Blood, which was a great movie with Daniel Day-Lewis, one of my favorite actors of all time. And and so it was like, bro, is this the same guy? Because I literally just saw him in a dumb movie. <laughs> and then uh, and now in The Batman, you know what I mean? Just a, such a great actor. And I, and I think he really brought this character to life and brought this new rendition, you know? You can tell the casting crew, the, they were really looking for the people who personified the character and not looking for, okay, we're just gonna grab this A-lister because they're gonna bring the views. Like, they did this movie justice, like, in my mind, I, in my opinion. I agree, and Andy Circus, I guess is his name, I don't know how to pronounce it, you know, Schmeagol, right? <laughs> right, <laughs> so, you know, yes, Schmeagol. love him. Great Alfred. Alfred. Yeah, but I mean, really and truly, Alfred's always been good. Like, if you look at the Alfreds of all renditions of batman they, they just, never get him wrong <laughs> yeah just great but I, I really like his take on it too right you kind of get that same um notion of like you know he it kind of reminded me of can i say something yeah go for it um from the batman films that i've seen because i know you've seen all of them but i've, I've seen like the the blockbuster ones uh-huh. um of recent he's the most i felt more fatherly like because uh, the other ones they still give you the the vibe that he's the yeah. butler like and the primary thing is like um, butler 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 and this one i felt like there was more screen time at least showing him in the in the father role that's just me that's kind of how i, I saw him know. and i guess i'm i'm comparing him to is it michael kane well yeah that's what i say i feel like michael kane had the most kind of fatherly thing going on you I know mean, but was did he have that because of the role or because he's Michael Caine? Because I, mean, I feel that's... like in the script, they gave him more of the role of like you know bringing the coffee and stuff, and this Alfred was more like here are your cufflinks, you know, like hey, like you need to go and and attend these meetings, you know, uh... like he was more on top of him like a dad. I. <sighs> You know what? I, well, maybe also because the other Batmans were older, so he didn't have to be, okay. hey, clean your room. Hey, make sure that you're getting good grades. Like, he wasn't that kind of. Yeah. Like, he was already his own person, so he didn't have to guide him as much. In this Batman, you could see that Alfred was like, hey, you got to save your face as Bruce Wayne, not just Batman. You know? Um. Okay, I can, I can deal with that. And you know what else I think as well as that in this rendition they did kind of explore that a little more right so i think he was given more of an opportunity for that um i guess i just got kind of 
defensive because I love Michael Caine. I know. I love I, him too. I was like, strictly talking about in the general, portrayal and the uh, film. In, in general, yeah. <laughs> I love Michael Caine, but I also love his rendition of 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 Alfred as well a lot. But yes, oh, yes. I, I guess uh, you know what he. It, yeah, and, you're right. And this I'm was, not comparing to say one is better than the other. I was just saying like the the image they put of Alfred out there is yeah. a different take. It is yeah. written more into the script. I will give you that. <laughs> it is written more into the script. So I guess that's probably why we see that happen a, a little more. Uh, another um, surprising character here, um, actor, and I, I hope I don't mispronounce his name, right? I'm actually looking it up right here because it, it, it's like I know who he is. Oh. I know how to tell you who he is, but I don't really know his name. I was very the surprised to see from, him. Uh, Mr. Deeds, the guy from Mr. Deeds. The guy from Mr. Deeds. I'm very sneaky. Right? <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very sneaky. Or he also is uh, the Jesus, right? Yes. From from Leba- from the big Lebowski, right? John Turturro. Turturro? I don't know. But you know who I'm talking about, guys. Once I mention it, you got to know who I'm talking about. John Turturro. He is from... Uh, he is from... The Big Lebowski, the Jesus, Oh Brother, Where Are Thou? Oh, he's from the Zohan. He plays oh, Fantoche, yeah. the ghost. Yes. Yeah, from, he was like, eh, I kill, I kill the Zohan. Yeah. Um, he's so, more like a funny guy. And yeah. and to see him being this big time mobster guy was like, like wow, that he fit it like, like a glove. <laughs> but you know, he's a really good actor. I though. bought it. I the, bought it. The thing it. is, he's a good actor because... Yeah, like you may know him for these these. We may know him for for these kind of funny. Um, I don't want to say dumb, but um, you know, you can say dumb. Uh, you could dumb characters, right? Like the butler from Mister Deeds, uh, the Jesus, Fantoche, um, right? Or the ghost from from Zohan. But he also has some some interesting roles. Like he's one of the guys, one of the one of the men from Oh Brother, Where Are Thou? You probably can recognize him because he has his hair really short. It actually, he has his, his head shaved, so he's actually missing that. Um, he's missing that that kind of signature curly hair. But he also is the bad guy or the alternate, the alternative um, personality, if you will, from Secret Window. The, you stole my story. That's him. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Uh, A lot of these are. Like, oh, yeah, now that you mention it, I forgot he was in that movie. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, he is a good actor. And if you guys hear our cat crying in the background, that's just him. We locked him out of the room because... His name is Cadence. His name is Cadence. And he's, he's uh, locked out of the out of the bedroom because we didn't want him jumping on the table and messing around with all the cables and stuff. Um, so just ignore him. He's fine. He's already eaten. He gets, like double triple uh, breakfast dinners and everything (laughs) like that Um, today he literally grabbed a hot dog and ran out with it ran away with it but whatever we didn't let him eat it yeah he just grabbed it we 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 digress we digress so back to the batman i think that if you are into the batman if, if you're into batman you will like this rendition i've heard a lot of people say that it's boring okay um, so for those who say that it's boring i think the big angle they're coming from is they're used to the fast-paced marvel series where there's just so much going on at once you can't focus you've got so many channels on youtube that all they do is break down each movie because there's just so much going on that you don't grasp it all at once you know and there's a pace for dc movies that i feel is underappreciated 
Mm-hmm. And when you actually sit back and like look at, you look at the cast, you look at the cinematography, you look at the music, the score, you know. And great score on this one, by the yes, way. Yes, very great yeah, score. Great score. And my goodness, like there's no comparison. They're not, they're not the same. It's apples and oranges, as they say. Or in this case, I would even say it's fruits and vegetables. They're yeah, both for sure. very good, but they're not in the same category. You no. can't compare DC films to Marvel films. And I wish yeah. people would stop trying to do that. And I think it's the same thing that happened with the Joker, right? With with Joaquin Phoenix's standalone, mm-hmm. the Joker film. A lot of people are like, oh, it's boring, it's boring. There's hardly any action. And it's because, you know... Um, a lot of times, right? And I and I speak more um, when I when I'm talking about live action DC films. I mean more maybe like the the Batman Begins series, um, this this rendition of the Batman, the Joker. Not so much like Suicide Squad or the Suicide Squad or Batman versus Superman or um, Shazam. I feel like those movies tried to kind of follow that. Um, follow that kind of Marvel formula, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times, these other live-action DC films, the good ones, right? I'll just say it that way. The good ones. There are some bad ones. Uh, but but the, the good ones, like... The good ones, oh, yeah. I feel like they're trying to create a good movie, first and foremost. Right. Uh, not necessarily a good superhero movie, you know? Right. It's more about creating a good movie. As opposed to Marvel, it's like they really are focused on that the superhero formula you know what I mean and not that there's anything wrong with that you know what you're getting into when you watch it you know um, they're fun films to watch mm-hmm. right and we could probably talk about these later on they're fun films to watch but um, as a standalone film like you know is there a lot of substance there some people argue yes some people argue no I mean it is what it is but with the Batman you're going to get uh, it's kind of a slow burn right mm-hmm. it's going to be kind of slow I mean it's three hours long right but it, it, it is good. And we see more than anything, I think, as opposed to any other rendition of Batman, we see the detective uh, right. the detective aspect of, of, of Robert Pattinson's Batman, um, which we don't see that like that often, you know. So you get this really cool conundrum. Uh, conundrum. <laughs> Actually, that's not even the right word. I just wanted to sound smart for the Trying listeners. Trying not to come off pompous here. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, there's this really you get this really cool combination of of you see this detective like rendition of Batman added on to that you see this kind of clumsy um, Batman who was learning right yes. which we don't really get to see that much of anywhere else either you know because even in the Christopher Nolan series which I love by the way all three films I love them um, yes. I know some people were critics of certain, uh, you know, usually. Well, you're always gonna have your yeah, critics. yeah. The third rendition, uh, the the third edition to that trilogy gets a lot of criticism. But I love all three of them. But even that being a, a starting off as an origin story, right? Um, in Christopher Nolan's Batman, we see like he starts off right away. Yeah, he does stumble a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. We see that happen a little bit, but for the most part, it seems like he picks it up pretty quick. You yeah, know? and you don't see what it took for him to pick it up. All yeah. you know is the next scene, he's got it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, and so I think that this Batman does a good job because you get to see that aspect of him too, the learning aspect of it, and so he's not instantly just the you know the awesome Batman that we all know and love. You know, um, he becomes, or actually, not I wouldn't say that he even becomes that Batman yet. We kind of still see him in the in the works. It's kind of to me, it's 
it's an origin story without the origin. You know, a lot of the Batman uh, films always start with the Batcave and oh, his parents dying. You don't yeah. you don't get that in this film. You you get that, the origin of the Batman himself. Like they don't even call him the Batman except for the Riddler, but what do they refer to him? Hey, hey vengeance. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Vengeance, you know. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's actually a good point. Yeah, yeah. it kind of yeah, like the way you said it, it kind of plays off more as a, uh, uh, a origin story without an actual origin. Yeah, because we start off with Batman already. Right. You know, we do see clips, I think, of his childhood. Um, but yeah, I, I think that is, that's a really good point. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't think about it that way. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, I think that's what makes the Batman uh, a really good a good film because it's an original take. I really do believe and, it's original. And a lot of times people see, well, he's already got the costume. And every time we see the movie, uh, any superhero movie, mm-hmm. once they got the costume, it's because they've, they've passed, they've already graduated into superhero mode. You yeah. Know? And this is actually somebody who, they they got baptized into the role, but they still got a lot of room to grow. They still got a lot yeah. of, you know, like how to work with the consequences of, of carrying that responsibility. Yeah. Let's talk about the suit for a bit here, because I know you just mentioned the suit. I think the suit is awesome. Yes, I think it's great. I think it's going to go down as one of the one of the better Batman suits. And I don't think that we're if if this Batman continues, I don't think that this is going to be the the last version of the suit either. I mean, we saw this with with like the Christopher Nolan uh, Batman, for instance, where we had three additions to that trilogy, right? Obviously, um, mm-hmm. the Batman suit changed from the first one to I the second one to the third one. How this one can change. Um, uh-huh. fixing that parachute problem, that gliding. He had to, like, zi- where did he get this zipper con- <laughs> contraption where he just, like, zipped himself up and, like, jumped off the building? Yeah. Yeah, that was a little... That I wasn't used to seeing Batman put that on. So I'm thinking in the future they're going to do something with the, the cape, maybe, and that's where we're going to uh-huh. get the bat wings. Like, you know... Okay. I can see that happening as it progresses, so I'm excited. I'm telling you, it's giving me... Tony's dark vibes. And and I I'm sorry to stop compare. saying that, please. I'm sorry, but I have to say Stop it. saying that. Um <laughs> I really like the suit. It kinda reminds me for those of you guys out here who, who are who are Batman fanatics, it's very similar to like the Arkham Asylum games. Um that the body armor, it's very heavy on body armor. Um in but fact practical. Like, but practical, yeah. It, we see we see him get shot like I don't know how many times, and um, close range too. At close range too, like even in the head, and right. and he's fine, um, which I thought was pretty cool. Like uh, those are the best parts. That's pretty cool. But like he gets shot so many times, um, they're not a big deal. So like I'm not no spoiler alert on that one. Um, but at yeah, this he point gets, we're past spoiler. Yeah, alerts. yeah. <laughs> don't listen to these. As soon as you hear what we're gonna talk about, just change the channel go to another podcast <laughs> no, change the channel <laughs> <laughs> because we're probably going to ruin whatever it is we're talking about but um yeah he gets shot so many times i thought that was so cool and that's another thing too like um uh the, you this batman gets knocked around a bit and the mm-hmm. fighting style is not like you know christopher nolan's batman was trained by the league of shadows so he's a ninja you know Right. Um, and even in the in the cartoon series, right, um, we see Batman or Bruce Wayne training in martial arts and stuff like that. In this Ro- film, Robert Pattinson's Batman is like 
I think it was Alfred. He said Alfred yeah. um, taught him to fight. Or there's, to a, fight. there's a line where Alfred says, yeah. like, I, I taught you everything I know. Yeah. And so that was a pretty cool take also. Yeah. And and I don't know where this Alfred learned to fight. I don't know if... Yeah, I mean... Maybe he was more like a, a bodyguard. Yeah. Slash it butler. can be. I mean, they don't really talk about it too much. Like, mm-hmm. it, um... There's some renditions of Alfred where he's like a former British special forces, right? I feel like, like we saw that in 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 the Gotham series, yes. um, but that was like a very different uh, I Alfred. I feel like too. what a lot of films tend to do is they they try to dumb everything down, and yeah. they try to tell like they try to state the obvious like in the script to whoever they're talking to like hi remember um fourth grade this is why like i taught you oh yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, it's yeah. kind of like nobody talks like that normally yeah, yeah so yeah, 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 i yeah. found it like interesting that they they also treated the script like a normal conversation that flows yeah. like you don't just bring up stuff randomly as if somebody's in the room watching <laughs> yeah 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 i totally get what you're saying and i think that's why we don't have all the deets as far as like uh you know what is um uh, you know where where does alfred fit into that picture of teaching mm-hmm. him how to fight but what i will say what that means for the batman is that the batman's very brutal in the way that he fights right mm-hmm. like uh it plays off more like a bar fight than it does like some really highly choreographed martial arts you know right. um it's like this batman is like just here to like kick ass you know what i mean like yeah. <laughs> uh you know he's going to beat you down in whatever way possible and um, also, it's not necessarily so pretty. That's yeah. something I did appreciate from the film, that they acknowledged the citizens of Gotham's point of view as well. It was done very subtly, but there was a point where people were afraid of him because they they didn't know what he stood for. Like all they knew was that he was this like violent crazed man dressed in a bat suit and they shoot him and nothing happens to him so they're kind of like intimidated by him and i just thought that was interesting because we're used to seeing citizens as soon as they see a superhero they're like save me like they're running to their arms and these people were hesitant and i feel like that was more relatable like if i do see some guy like just fly out of thin air and and is getting shot by these machine guns and nothing happens to him. I'm going to be like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> and then if he beats their ass right in front of me, I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, this guy just beat him down with his own fists. Like, <laughs> Yeah, for sure. And I think that this Batman, even though obviously there's never going to be a way to really do a Batman movie that's 100% realistic. You know what I mean? Um, no. uh, e- even the Christopher Nolan series. But uh, there was a lot of attention to detail in this film yeah can we also talk about the score a little bit yes so the, I s- love the score that batman score great. i i felt like wonder woman had her moment like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now we've got that batman score and it was just it yeah. gave it gave me chills in the trailer and it delivered yeah in the, those in like the three notes right it's three notes dun, i think dun. Dun. Yeah, now we just got sued. But yes, those okay. three notes. <laughs> uh, those three notes. <laughs> okay, we got sued. Notes, we so. got sued by by Wonder Woman and by the Batman. Um, <laughs> but yeah, those three notes, right? Uh, it's just so simple, but so like uh, awesome at the same time too. When he comes out, you're like, oh yeah. You just Batman hear. Is. You just hear his. It's. It was like Darth Vader vibes. Like, yeah, yeah. As soon yeah, as yeah. you hear that, you know, like, where is he? Where is he coming out of? Like, yeah, you yeah. know, he's it in the shadows. It was great, and and it's 
And it's kind of throughout the film too, like even subtly, it's in there and you're just like, oh man, it's like that constant kind of like just in the background. I thought that was really cool too. It kind of adds a little bit of a, that terror kind of aspect mm-hmm. to it as well. You kind of get a little insight, I guess, like you said, to maybe what the what the citizens of Gotham might feel, right? You know, um, and so that was that was really cool. But where where I was going with with the whole realistic thing is that this movie did feel realistic. Um, uh, Gotham felt like it could be a, a real place, but it was still kind of comicy in the sense to um you get this like corruption thing and in the end of the film the reason why i like it is because you know um in a lot of these superhero films and i'm not just going to say it's just marvel films because some dc films have, have been have done this too it's like in the end it's like bro the 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 good guy won and it's like so clear that he won and it's like a flawless victory you know um it's no, the end of the line no On matter to the what next guy yeah, no matter what happened, right, it's like the city's going to be okay and, and it's a beautiful day. You know what I mean? But in this Batman film, right, it's like the ending happens and you're kind of like, there's still a lot of work to be done. Mm-hmm. And um, I like that aspect because, you know, real life doesn't always have that fairy tale happy ending, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really liked that there wasn't like a sense of like, 100% like a, a note of finality for this particular film. I really do hope, and, and I mean, I'm sure they will. Uh, I really do hope that they are that they are planning a sequel because I got to see more of it. I really want to see more of it. I want to see Robert Pattinson Speaking again. Speaking of that sequel, I know a lot of people were also disappointed because of that cut scene at the end, that little clip. It was so lame. It was so lame. It was so lame. <laughs> but... Guys, it was so it lame. It does give you that vibe like, hey, should I be? Like, it leaves the audience like, hey, what does that mean? What's going on? Like, is there going to be another Batman movie? Like, why is that there? You know, was this... What was the point? Was this like, you know, was that cutscene? Because let me tell you guys right now. It was 11 o'clock. Annette literally fell asleep during the movie like for a little bit there. Because a it was, bit. we started watching at 11 o'clock. We had a long day um, that particular day. And um, we didn't get out of there till like two o'clock in the morning, something like that. Yeah. And Annette's like, "Let's stick around for the cutscene. Let's stick around for the cutscene." And I looked up online, and it literally said that the cutscene was not worth sticking around for. Um, Look, I'm one and of it those wasn't. that I gotta see for myself. It was not. Everybody's got different opinions. You can't go by somebody's opinion. You've it, gotta, you know. Well, go by my opinion because I stayed to the end. It was not. I, what I will say is that was yeah, this Matt Reeves' it. way of saying, look, bro, this is not a Marvel film, okay? This is not a DC film trying to be a Marvel film. Was Matt Reeves, the director, trying to say that with this? Was he trying to make a statement and kind of punishing us for sticking around and thinking that that's what we were going to see? Or, or was it or was it just, you know... Or was it just, you know... A tease. Was it a tease? I personally feel like... I, even if Matt Reeves didn't mean it that way, that's why I'm going to take it because it felt like a waste of my time when I was half asleep. Maybe um, maybe it's a different take at a tease. Like sometimes a tease doesn't got to be so elaborate. It's just got to be like, hey, here's yeah. your one clue. That's all you're getting. <laughs> yeah, possibly. What I will say is that it's not worth it, but I'm hoping that this will lead to, um, that that kind of tells us that there's going to be another Batman. 
Um, right now, folks, the Batman released in uh, March 4th, 2022, stands with an 8.4 out of 10 rating at IMDb, 85% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and 91% of Google rate of Google users rated this movie that they liked it. So, folks, head on out, check the movie out, take our word for it or not. It's really up to you, right? Then you maybe you have your own take on it. Maybe there's something that you caught that we didn't catch, especially since that was asleep for a good chunk of it. <laughs> I, okay, you keep bringing that up, but I saw the movie twice. <laughs> oh, that's true. She did. So she did. See yes, the movie twice. maybe the first time I closed my eyes for a little bit. I can't emphasize enough. It was just for a little bit because, I mean, there's so many loud. We saw it in XD. Okay, there's a lot of loud parts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So go check the movie out, guys, for yourself. And and uh, maybe you'll see something different than, that we saw. I will say give it a chance. That's what I that's my most important And and I know we did a lot of comparisons to like Marvel and even yeah. previous DC films. Yeah. But it's really it stands on its own. It's not like movies that we've seen before in this category. So you know, try to have an open mind when you when you for watch it. For sure. For sure. I think, uh, what would we rate this out of five? Okay, but we're biased. Cause we, we are like, biased. We like Batman. We are biased. We but like I'm very cynical the cast. We like the the score. Yeah. We're big on music. So that What would was... you rate it? What's your rating out of five stars? Uh, 4.9. I was actually going to say 4.5. <laughs> so we're right around there. 4.5, 4.9. So almost a perfect movie. Um... We didn't even talk about... There's a lot of things we didn't even get to talk about in here. We didn't talk about the Batmobile. Oh, that was such great a rendition. great... That was a great um, moment. That that moment, right, when the Batmobile comes on, it's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's pretty cool. Um, I think they did a great job at looking at a kind of an original take of the Batmobile. Um, you know, Batmobiles don't always get their moment to shine in these films. Yeah. They're kind of like in the midst of the action, but this one I felt like was its own a little star yeah i think it was great um i think i think that you know what i don't want to talk too much on you this is already a very long episode but check it out guys it's a great film that's all we got to say you want to add anything else to close this one out um yeah i want to say that i love the batman and i love robert pattinson and people need to give things a shot without paying attention to other people's opinions yeah, even if that means ours, don't pay attention to ours. If 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 uh, no, you should definitely pay attention to ours. <laughs> yeah, do it. Pay attention to it. Do it. <laughs> We're very opinionated. <laughs> yeah, I I I think if it's something that we can both agree on, that this movie was pretty good, then I think you should definitely check it out because we usually disagree on most things. <laughs> you you probably heard a little bit of those disagreements already. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you have. There's more to come. <laughs> so check it out, guys. And um, thank you so much for listening if you made it all the way through. Um, we are hoping to, to upload some more uh, uh, podcasts, um, just, just kind of reviewing different things. Maybe we'll launch a Facebook page or something, uh, Instagram, where we can add some more, you know, so we can get some more input from you guys. We're kind of brand new to this. It's kind of been an idea of mine um, for a while for actually something else and Annette suggested that maybe we, we we do something like this and I thought that this would be good since we both love movies and we have very unique perspectives I at least I think we have unique perspectives um, 
And I think also because we both have different perspectives on a lot of this stuff, um, I think it would be really interesting. Um, and if you liked it, let us know. And uh, tell your friends. Yeah. And um, well, I guess we'll catch you on the next episode. Yeah. Be sure to like our podcast and share it. And, and let us know. Give us some feedback, whatever it is that you think. Mm-hmm. We uh, are open to criticism, but please be nice. Be constructive <laughs> with your criticism. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see Light you guys on the next one. Thank you. <laughs>